What's up, ladies, and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. We are currently on hiatus. However, we are in the midst of our Summer in the City series, and we have been so blessed to partner with a ministry locally here in the Cleveland and surrounding Cleveland, Ohio area um, uh, called Women of Hope. I am sitting in the home of the executive director of Women of Hope, Miss Sheila Locatelli. You want to say hi to the ladies, Miss Sheila? Hello, ladies. <laughs> and Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Yes, wherever you are listening. And then I am also sitting here with um, one of the advisory council members of Women of Hope, Miss Patricia Nyimba. Is that correct? That's right, Patricia Nimba. Yes, um, who is an advisory council member from Women of Hope. And so, ladies, we just felt like it was so, um, it would be a great joy for us to use this space to allow you to understand and get to know Women of Hope a little bit um, a little bit better. We have been so thankful for the outpouring of how you guys have hit that donate button on the mm-hmm. registration page and given to Women of Hope. And we still have two remaining sessions, sessions two and three, where you can give to the work of Women of Hope. And, and today we're just gonna talk about how God is at work at, at the Women of Hope ministry as well as how um, Women of Hope came to be. I will tell you this, is that for us as the Urban Christian Woman, we have been so passionate about um, spaces that are um, smaller entities where we can make a impact financially um, so that they can flourish and grow and multiply. And so we do know of other ministries who are doing great work in the city of Cleveland. However, we really felt led to really um, make impact and bless this ministry because they are doing phenomenal work. So we're just going to go ahead and get started with the interview. Miss Sheila, tell us a little bit about Women of Hope and how Women of Hope came into fruition. Okay, Deshiva, basically what has happened in my life, I moved back home to Cleveland, from Atlanta, Georgia, Mm -hmm. several years ago, and I joined New Community Bible Fellowship. Okay. At that time, a new community had small groups, Bible studies, they called growth groups, so of course I joined the group, and I was in a growth group for about a year, Mm -hmm. women growth group, and I enjoyed it. It was a time of a lot of growth, but at that time, shortly after I joined, the Lord just said to me, um, there should be a group for single moms. Hmm. You're a special group. You have special and uh, unique needs. So I asked the uh, pastor of the church if I could start a growth group for single moms. Mm-hmm. He said yes, and so we began the second year I was back home. It was a relationship that we developed with each other and the Lord. It was an awesome journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a single mom at that time, and I believe that's why the Lord put that on my heart. Mm-hmm. And so we did life together. Mm-hmm. I was able to learn their challenges, um, the burdens that they had as a single mom and as a single woman, because later the Lord had me add single women to our group. Mm-hmm. So this went on for 12, 13 years. I uh, facilitated and coached the groups. But during this time, what happened unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. until later on, uh, I knew the Lord put 
a love for these women in my heart. Yeah. I knew, I, I felt that. I felt the passion. I mean, there was such a joy when we came together and spent time together. Yeah. And and it helped all of us grow. Our spiritual walk was together. You know, we would visit each other at homes. Mm-hmm. So that went on for several years. And um, I was able to see a lot of the women grow in their relationship with the Lord because a lot of them knew of Jesus and they were in a great church and we mm-hmm. had our, you know, good studies. But it was about having a real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. They really were struggling with that part because you had life, mm-hmm. and then you needed to be able to focus and know that this is a part of my life. Mm-hmm. So again, as, as single moms, single women, we just we were able to walk that walk together. Yeah. So um, what happened after that, I'm sitting home one day mm-hmm. in my chair, and as I tell people, minding my own business, and... Um, <laughs> Out of nowhere, I'm, I'm sitting there, and there's this vision. Mm-hmm. And it was the vision of a house, big house. Um, I grew up in East Cleveland, and that's what you see in East Cleveland. There uh-huh. were women in the house. They lived there. There were classrooms downstairs. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and the Lord clearly, clearly said to me, the population, this population of women coming out of incarceration. Wow. Well, at that time, I'm sitting in the chair, and I look up, and I'm like, What? Wow. Because I've never been incarcerated. Right. No one in my family has been incarcerated. Right. But um, at this point in my life, I still sat there sort of like, hmm, really? I mean, that was my feeling because who? I don't know these people. How do I relate? Yeah. And, um, but at that point, I was at a place where uh, because we had grown and understood what a relationship with the Lord looked like. Right. You would hear from him. Mm-hmm. Yes, you ma'am. Come on now. So we gonna have church in here. I can tell we're about to have church in here right now. Yes, ma'am. It's so real, and yeah. I'm so thankful to New Community for that. Mm-hmm. Because that's a, a very important piece mm-hmm. uh, as far as our growth. So I'm sitting there, and I and I know it's clearly the Lord. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And I just sort of kept doing what I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I knew that it was Him. I knew I had to say yes. Mm. So I'm like, okay. I didn't know what this looked like. I was corporate America. I knew nothing about nonprofits at all. Mm-hmm. So trust, mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. is what I had to pull up mm-hmm. and, and say, you know, this is the Lord. Mm-hmm. Trust him. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. So just say yes and, and mm-hmm. see where he takes you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So mm. because of that, I knew the population was a population that was not... Um, the same as the women in our life groups, okay? Mm-hmm. But I knew they were women. Yes. And I asked the Lord later on, I'm like, so how do I help this population? How do I right. mm-hmm. relate to them? Right. Just take what I gave you. Use Come that, on. Come and on. And then the rest mm-hmm. I'll, I'll provide. And I had to trust him in that area because I knew, I, I believe that people want to say, mm-hmm. you haven't walked in my shoes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, full-time employed, a single mom, mm-hmm. and that's a whole life in itself. Yes, ma'am. But he, you know, the Lord gave me this, and he had put that passion that in my heart. Mm-hmm. So when I realized what he was asking me to do, I had this, I'm telling you, it was this joy, like, oh, okay. Now, I never really asked, what's my purpose, Lord? What's my purpose? I thought about it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't something I'm like, show me, show me, show me. Uh-huh. I just did what he called me to do, which mm-hmm. was to minister to the women in the church, and do life together. Wow. So in doing that, we led right to the vision. Wow. Wow. And I think that that's, that is very profound because what you're saying is, is that 
it's it's putting taking one step after the other mm. and faith and trust. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? And so there's this narrative in your life where you are intentionally um, walking with God, listening to God, being still to hear his voice and understanding what he's speaking, even in the point where it is not all flushed out. That's what I hear you saying. You're like, oh, I didn't have every single instruction at that time. I had a vision um, from him that I knew was from him. And I operated in, Lord, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to walk by faith and how all of these things have now led up to you ministering to women through Women of Hope. So tell me how you have seen God at work through Women of Hope. Like how long have you guys been in active, like when did it start? What year did it start? And like how are you guys, how are you seeing God at work? How are you all seeing God at work in the lives of women? And what does it look like for you to minister to this population? Um, and I think you're making a pretty profound point to me as well. Mm. I just have to bring this up. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. Um, but um, what you're actually saying is, though these women were incarcerated, these women are no different mm. than the women yeah. who are in the church. Yeah. That's what I hear you yes, saying. Yes. I think that's what I hear you saying. <laughs> yes, what you hear. Which goes back to Genesis 3 in the mm. Imago Day that yeah. everyone is created in the image of God. Because of the fall, all of us have have fallen by fallen into sin and we 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 make choices to sin and fall short of God's glory. And so there is no difference between us that's and them. Right. right. <laughs> There's no difference between us and them, but the way in which their um, their choices or their consequences have played out have have been different. But really, same we're the same. The same. And you know what I say to women or people who have a, a like slight pushback when mm-hmm. I talk about the women that are incarcerated. Oh, mm-hmm. really? You go in here? I'm like, look. Mm-hmm. But by the grace of God, right? Come on. Any one of us, yeah. that's right. Come on now. We have all. Come on now. We've all done something. Oh, come on now. Broke the law like this. Come on now. I'm telling you. We just didn't get caught. Come on. Well, come on now. We just didn't get caught, or we just got we just got some mercy of a pass. Cause I sure enough should be in jail with getting pulled over and you without no license. Okay, come on now, somebody. But by the grace of God, there go I. Yeah. So they have their women. Yes. That's what the Lord showed me. They are all women they're women okay, so mm-hmm. let's start there yeah and then we work through yes and that's what we've done as far as the women because during this journey and it's been a long journey so yes. when the lord gave me this vision it was back in 2007 wow so i just want to throw out there there's a preparation time <laughs> believe me there's a preparation time this yeah. is a good time you may or may not know yeah that this is what god is doing yes but in the end you will very easily be able to look back and say, oh, yes, that's what he was doing. That's what he okay. was doing. Mm-hmm. So when we go in, I mean, during this time, God has added another population to focus on. Not saying these are the only women we'll help. Right, right. right. open to homeless women. Mm-hmm. But the second population was um, homeless women veterans. Wow. Well, again, here I go, and I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Really? Wow. I'm not a veteran. I wow. I about none in my family. Wow. So what, what that says to me is that 
God's got this. Yes. Each time he put a population in front of me, yes. he opened doors. Yes. Yeah. It was a learning experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you're even just saying this because right now we're in the middle of summer in the city. We're studying the book of Ruth and Ruth was an other. Mm-hmm. She was an other. She was not from the, the, the line of Judah. She was not from the people of Israel and God used her mightily and even in connection to the line of Jesus mm-hmm. beginning through the Davidic line. And so this 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 clear narrative that God does not just use your typical, you know, but he loves everyone and he will use everyone for his glory in spite Absolutely. of who they are, in spite of what they have done. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty of the gospel. That is the beauty of the gospel. So, Patricia, mm-hmm. share some of what the ways that you've seen God at work? Because Ms. Sheila has shared a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. What are some ways that you've seen God at work in the lives of these women? Yeah, well, definitely. Well, I wanted to add on what we were already saying and a, a beautiful line that I'm seeing connect to our right now. Yes. Sheila keeps saying, God told me to help the women who are incarcerated, but I've never been incarcerated. Then he told me to help the veteran women, but Come I've on. never been a veteran. We are in a season where the conversation about reconciliation mm-hmm. is coming up to the top. And yes. understand that God is a rec he, he reconciling. Come on. That's he his is. Curse. He is just a re- he's about breaking down the yes. middle wall of partition. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yes, it ma'am. can be experience, you yes. know. It and to bring it into well, the word says one new man. Right. But even what Sheila's saying, there is a woman, you know, yes. there is an experience of a personhood of a woman, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so it's just a lot there that can be meditated on. And yes, I ma'am. would encourage all of us who are in this moment and thinking about this to understand that God is always causing, calling us in some way to go across the line of familiarity. Woo, Say that one more time. <laughs> Say that one more time. God is always calling us to go across the line of familiarity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Come out from what you are familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, and that shows the beauty of Christ because right. he wants to show how he's able to bring yes, the ma'am. different, mm-hmm. whether that's socioeconomic difference, yes, experience different, yes, racial, ma'am. ethnic difference. Right. And the beauty of Christ is that he makes it one. Come on. You know? Yes. And so I think that's a good um, kind of transition to your question about mm-hmm. what I've seen with Women of Hope. And as she and I, I came into the picture probably, I want to say about 2014. Okay. And so, um, as we look back, wild time flies, we're in 2020. But um, I think one of the great things that we talk about, about Women of Hope, is that it is a 360 organization. Because Mm -hmm. while we are front-facing to women who are in a great deal of transition in their lives, Mm -hmm. what I've seen is not only the opportunity for the women who may currently be in a uh, incarcerated situation uh-huh. or homeless right. come into a place where they see self-worth come yes. on and yes. value mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, i thought of uh, our psalm 139 mm-hmm. 14 right yeah and we are fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made mm-hmm. and sometimes when you walk through those dark places you, yes you've been homeless you've been incarcerated maybe you've been uh, you know, assaulted, dil- yeah, oppressed, right? Some yes. some type of oppression Absolutely. upon oppression. Yes. yes, that tries to paint 
on your identity. Come, come like, on. Like, that's not you. You're not, it's like a paint roller. Right. Wanting to roll on you, mm-hmm. whatever you've experienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what Women of Hope is able to come in to say, mm-mm. Yeah. Let's share that. Mm-hmm. And let's tell you who the father said you are. That's right. So bring you into affirming the dignity of a person. And that is the groundwork. That's the groundwork. That's, that's the groundwork. That's foundational, yes. basic one-on-one. Right. Because exactly. if you know the one who made you, yes. created you, yes. sees you as beautiful, wonderful, and more importantly, just loved right. because you are. Yes. 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 That's that lays a high level right. foundation in mm-hmm. the life. It, it's been a high level foundation for me yeah. in my life oh, to yeah. say, you know what? Like my achievements, my my work, what I do does not define me. Mm-hmm. My identity as being made in the image yes. of God and yes. and even sweeter to be a daughter of God. Yeah. It it is the core of who I am and out of that overflow, I can passionately and lovingly pour out who he is through me right. to others. Yeah. And let so. me say women of hope then to talk about the 360 I mentioned mm-hmm. provides an arena for many women, even mm. if you're not an incarcerated woman, right. yeah. you're not homeless, but this is a, a home in a community for you to come into and be a part of the work that yeah. you're doing. Yes. You know, yes. because oftentimes women are looking for a place mm-hmm. where they can pour out and give yes. and to learn and things like that. So, we're growing more and more into that to say if someone is a volunteer, if they're on our board, if they're, we also want that organization, the spirit of God that's flowing through this organization to be able to touch them yes. as well and mm. be able to give them um, an experience. So yeah. I would say the women have been touched by that uh, self image. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, I definitely would say, you know, what does the word say? I wrote it down here. Psalm 68, mm. 6. Say, mm-hmm. God places the lonely in families. Mm-hmm. He sets the prisoners free mm-hmm. and gives them joy. Amen. Amen. So to be able to have community and family in those places where you've been broken mm-hmm. and severed from mm-hmm. that community, I mm-hmm. think that um, Women of Hope provide that as well for women. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's another question, which is, what are you asking... Um, what are you asking the Lord to do in, um, this ministry in the days ahead? And if you're not, if, if it's not asking, where do you believe the Lord is leading you all in the days ahead as a ministry? And how can we partner in praying with you through that? Like, yeah. How can we partner in prayer? Right now, um, when the Pope is in a growth pattern, as mm-hmm. we have been for a while. Uh, and this growth um, is causing us to focus a lot on sustainability. That's key for us, mm-hmm. sustainability. And, and we constantly pray for provisions which the Lord has provided. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. He has provided miraculously. That's another whole story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right now we are at a point where we're growing and we're looking to um, partner with organizations, build our, our sponsorships, our donors, our volunteer base, um, because we know that we're entering our inner season of growth, mm-hmm. meaning more women coming to us. Yeah. Um, we are very, we feel strong about outreach. So we have the three houses, mm-hmm. uh, but, and so they only hold so many. Mm-hmm. And this is something I constantly pray to the Lord about is 
So outreach is key. Mm-hmm. There are so many women out in our communities mm-hmm. um, who have the, the same needs. They yes. may not need housing, but yes. they need the programming. Yes. So that takes you know, dollars, that takes volunteers, yes. have a heart for this population, yes. for women. Yes. So you know, we're looking to expand our, the awareness that people know who we are, right. what we do. Right. Um, I feel strongly about... Um, so incarcerated women are not just the only women we right. address, but... Again, that's the population that God put in my heart from the very beginning. So right. It's like there. It's right. Strong. And there are women coming back into um, Cuyahoga County. Yes. The, the women's prisons around Ohio. Yes. And um, one of the things we want to do is be able to connect or allow these women to know that we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, to let them know that we're here for them. Um, and that has been sort of difficult, but it goes back to do, you know, marketing and that type of thing. But mm-hmm. that is a, a very important piece for us mm-hmm. uh, to let the women in our outside of our Cuyahoga County area. Right. So as far as partnering, that's what we're looking for. We're just looking for women who have a heart for this ministry, who are open to, and our volunteerism, we have a whole list of ways that people can volunteer, volunteer and serve. And, yeah, because the women, um, you know, there's a mentorship part to mm-hmm. what we're doing. They need women to walk with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it means a lot. And yeah. it helps them. Because again, their self-esteem is under the table. Yeah, literally. So when you talk about the foundation, you guys mm-hmm. were just talking about. Yeah, them having that, knowing their identity, mm-hmm. allows them then to remove that fear. Mm-hmm. They can move forward and do what they are out. They want to accomplish in their lives. Yeah. So that that connection with women who are spiritually strong, who mm-hmm. have a heart for them, that's mm-hmm. something we're always looking. Yeah, and and can I just say this to to um, to the ladies? And as we're having this conversation, one of the things that the Holy Spirit is um, that I'm very passionate about in understanding um, popul- these populations of women is to understand that even though they may not understand that they're made in the image of God, that we understand mm-hmm. that yeah. that we understand that, and one of the most um, grievous things, I believe, um, to the heart of God, as well as to me personally as an individual and just um, the way in which my, my family, we we always were engaged in this population. My father's ministry, it's a whole story. But what I want to say is that um, I believe it grieves the heart of God because God sees them mm as how he has made them. And oftentimes what we can do as women who are new in Christ is that we have elevated ourselves and we see them as I'm going to go help them and save them and be their savior. And I'm telling you that there's only one savior and his name is Jesus. And in the midst of that, he is inviting us to be an extension of his hand to see, to let them know that he already fully loves them because they're made in his image. And I keep hitting that over and over again because if, we, if we're not careful, we can fall into this space of seeing them as less than and I'm going to help them pull themselves up mm-hmm. by their book, do all of these things. And I'm like, let's just love them and let them know that they love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let, let them know that they are an, a, a human being, you know, and not to dismiss any, any of their brokenness, none of that, but to let them know that we are an extension of that and we are not. Culture may view them with those mm-hmm. paintings. Uh, society views them with those paintings. But in the family of God, 
And those who are redeemed, we see them through the narrative of what God's word says. And so um, I want to exhort women towards that. If you are feeling burdened um, by wanting to come alongside this ministry, as you know, our population who listens to the podcast is all over the place, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so because of that, I do feel a need to say that. It's like, don't think that you're going to come in and fix, okay? But that these women are made in God's image and you're an extension of that love. And so they're to a degree, they, they're on the same equal playing field as you, as, as an image bearer of God. And that's the way that we should operate. Yeah. And I I think that's a good point to bring in the, the idea of, and, and that's embedded in my thought of the 360 experience for Mm -hmm. people who connect with women of hope is not about just front facing to the need, but it's also receiving because there's a level of brokenness and need for development that we all have. Come on now. And I want to bring to the forefront this word that Mm -hmm. we need to embrace. Mm -hmm. And it's called mutuality. Mutuality. There Mm -hmm. is a mutuality to interacting with people. Yes, ma'am. Because you, and we, how many stories do we all have? And oftentimes we use it for the mission trip abroad. Right. But even right here and in a situation like working with, you know, Sheila and I have met women and we, we're pondering their lives, yes. learning from them, learning from them, learning from their resilience, yes. learning yes. from Say that. how the gift of God is working in them come on. in their situation come and on. circumstance. Come on. You know, and come so on. come into, whether it be Women of Hope, we invite you for sure. Yeah. But whether it be your neighborhood, whether yes, it ma'am. be wherever you are, yes, ma'am. come into that opportunity ready for there to be an exchange Woo, come on that's what i'm talking about yes because the exchange exchange is beautiful yes yes the exchange is beautiful exchange and exchange i'll tell you what you were saying a little while ago to sheila as far as coming in not saying i'm going to help you Mm -hmm. and and helping them to understand who they are in christ when we would go into they say it all the time we Mm -hmm. go into prison and one thing they appreciated other women we talked to appreciate is the fact that and many women said this when we go into the prison they love women of hope because when we come in we make them feel like a person women not a number mm-hmm. yes so we don't come in with titles and all this other stuff yeah we yeah come in and, and and they share with us so exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. Patricia. we gain from them they gain from us but it's the whole thing is we treat them as women yeah you'll be amazed i mean i I remember the first time i went in the prison with she i mean the the stories of the women the resilience the beauty and those who definitely even some of them Mm. know the lord the shine come on the holy spirit come on you know exuberant on their faces and you want who girl don't get me started (laughs) don't get me started because their liberation is so deep it is who I don't, I don't want to go into yes. that. We could talk about that all day. Yeah, you know what yes. I'm saying. Yes. And for us as women who are walking around physically free, come on, but we got some internal and yes. spiritual hemmed up yes. chains that we ain't got free from and been hold. Girl, don't get me started. Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah. Yes. So I yes, mutuality, yeah. mutuality, mutuality. mutuality. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let me do this. Let me pray for us. Yeah. And ladies, I just want to say, um, how can Miss Sheila tell us, how can we connect further with Women of Hope? Um, do you guys have some IG handles, social media? You, you know, these, these women, they're like, tell me, you got a social media <laughs> handle? You got an IG handle? What you got? So tell us how we can get connected with you all before we pray. Well, currently we have a website. Mm -hmm. We have a website with a contact sheet. We have a Facebook page. That could use some assistance. We'd be very transparent with y'all. Hear that? You know, if you got some, if you got some um, skills, skills on the on the social media <laughs> aspects, okay, rise up, women of God, yes. and use this quarantine time yes. to to help women of hope uh, build their Facebook and connecting with women. Yes, yes, yes. You. So you can we can find you through um, uh, Facebook and IG, uh, Instagram. Yes. yes, and through your website, tell us your website handle. <laughs> it's www.womenofhopeoh.org. Okay. Oh, yes, give and us your number to contact. Phone number to contact myself is 216-526-5929. All right. Ms. Sheila, thank you so much. Patricia, thank you yeah, so much you. for joining us today. Um, ladies, why don't you just pray with us, and we're going to cover this ministry. Jesus, we thank you so much for Women of Hope. We thank you, God, that um, you, when you transform our lives, Lord God, it's just not for the eternal hope mm -hmm. of glory, but Father, it's for the abundant working of power and power through Christ in our everyday lives. And so, Father, I thank you for how you are restoring the lives of women in the everyday through the ministry of Women of Hope. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would continue to uh, enlarge um, the territory of, of Women of Hope. Mm -hmm. God, that you would uh, bless them financially um, as well as uh, social medially, Lord God, through technology, mm -hmm. virtually, Lord God. And I pray, Father, for any woman who is listening mm -hmm. to this now who um th whose heart has just been connected to this Lord God um to these stories and to the way in which you're weaving your story into the lives of other women's stories for the glory of your name and so father I pray that um you would just bless Lord I pray for the women who um who need to give Lord and you're burdening their heart father I pray that they would do that and hit that donate button to women of hope and then father I pray for those who are called to mentor those who are called um to commit to prayer praying um, yes. even over um, these next days ahead as we go through summer in the city for however you see fit, Lord God. I pray that you would just um, connect our lives, bring this mutuality um, into, um, into reality for us as women, whether we're partnered with Women of Hope or whether it's the women on our block. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Have a blessed amen. day, ladies.